Back in the day, I'm a, I'm a I'm a college kid, and one of the things he always taught me: hey, no, don't, don't I don't want to see ninety, I don't want to see eighty nine, I don't want to see seventy nine, I don't want to see sixty nine. Because if you do that, that means you're just too chicken to go one hundred. <laughs> so just do it. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee. This is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. 24 Chief Meteorologist Brian Nisnanski will join us live at 720 this morning. We'll break down that. He was at like 98, 99 the last couple of days. I told you he'd bump it up yep, to 100. Yep, it's 100 now. So three days after the election in 2020, dozens of CEOs from the nation's largest companies logged into a Zoom call aiming to prevent the collapse of American democracy. Associated Press and ABC have this story. The night before, then-President Donald Trump had falsely declared victory in an address uh, at the White House, pointing to account of what he called legal votes. The CEOs were horrified, says a Yale University professor who helped convene the meeting. They all got together in a hastily assembled Zoom call. They showed up early on that call, some in pajamas, most expressing grave concerns. It reminds me of like the World Security Council, like in the Avengers, when they were all in these uh, dark Zoom call monitors talking to talking to the uh, Nick Fury. You're dealing with forces you can't control. <laughs> That's what they were worried about. There was recognition that if Trump pulled it off, it would turn the U.S. into something other than the country it was, that it would be that easy to change an election. So all of these CEOs apparently got together and were like, hey, we got to figure something out here to make sure that this can actually happen this way, that someone could have the power to do that. Who has all their numbers? Who put this all together? The Business Roundtable, a trade association representing 200 top CEOs, including J.P. Morgan Chase CEO, Jamie Dimon, and the Walmart CEO, released a statement the next day affirming the outcome of the election. So then they uh, released another bulletin condemning the January 6th, but basically the CEOs were just worried about the instability. I mean, really, that's it. It's not good for business, right, to have the instability. So they came together and were like, hey, look, what can we do to help settle this down just so we know that something can't be flipped like that so easily? Without you're regard... the world's greatest covert security network, and you're going to leave the fate of the human race to a handful of freaks. I'm not leaving anything to anyone. We need a response team. Oh, yes. I wonder if all the Zoom calls <laughs> had the really dark I bet. Zoom monitors, like I where bet you can only kind of see their faces, you know? You said someone were in their pajamas. <laughs> yes. Depending on what time zone they were in or whatever. <laughs> yeah, across the whole world. I'm I mean, sure. and, and without regard to the legitimacy of their concerns, and people will debate that or whatever, just take that aside. A lot of folks already believe corporations run the country, not politicians. So this only mm, <laughs> lends itself to that conspiracy theory as well. See, that's right up your alley. <laughs> yes, right. I like that. 715, Brandon Snide has sports coming up next. It's brought to you by Wisconsin Harley-Davidson in Oconomowoc, your destination dealer. You're dealing with forces you can't control. Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Marky Brewers are back home looking to keep pace in the NL Central Division, where they currently lead the Cubs by two and a half games. Milwaukee will welcome in the AL Central leading Minnesota Twins to begin a two-game series in the Brewers' city. Brewers broadcaster... 
Sophia Minnert joined us here on Wisconsin's Morning News Monday morning to preview what to expect from that team from Minnesota. They're in, in first place in the American League Central and, and that division. It, it's been an interesting one. It's, it's been similar to the National League Central, not the strongest division in the American League. Some of the teams at, at times have all been below 500. And it's kind of like who wants to take control of the division, like who wants to take first place. And um, I think for now, Minnesota's in that spot, though. So, um, they'll be facing two right-handers in the series, and we'll, we'll see how it goes. Brewers Twins first pitch is set for 7 p.m. Tonight, our coverage will get you ready beginning at 6 p.m. with Brewers warm-up. To college football, where the University of Michigan has self-imposed a three-game suspension for head football coach Jim Harbaugh to begin the 2023 season. This is stemming from alleged recruiting violations in 2020. ESPN's Pete Thamel has more. We still need to play out the NSA process, and that Committee on Infractions is notoriously a long and tortured process, so we won't get a final, final decision from the NCAA until, I would I would guess, months. I would say at least six or seven months before that process goes through. Harbaugh faces a level one violation, which would be for not cooperating with or misleading NCAA investigators about those alleged violations. The head coach has declined to comment about the ongoing investigation. And lastly, football back in Green Bay today. Practice getting underway up in Titletown this afternoon after a couple of off days for the pack. Head coach Matt LaFleur expects Jordan Love to play in the team's final preseason game this weekend, but also makes the case playing more starters is good for his team. You know, him playing isn't just about him playing. It's about the other 10 guys out there just making sure we're a cohesive unit. So, because um, we do have a lot of young guys. So it's it's about getting Jaden Reed more reps and, you know, our two young wideouts, our two young tight ends. And it, it's just, it's always about the collective unit going out there and, and trying to continue to build, you know, a cohesiveness. Eric, you're heading to the game this weekend. That sounds like good news for. You and your family. You get to see some starters yes. up in yeah, Green Bay. Yeah, you're going to see a lot of cohesiveness Aha. out there. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of open for them. Yeah. Packers likes- set to hit the practice field. They'll begin around noon later today. Everybody likes cohesiveness. You got to. <laughs> 720, we've got Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski live with us next. You know, we like W's too. <laughs> Door Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnanski. Nice job with the air conditioning, whoever. <laughs> Live on the line with us this morning. <laughs> I thought you'd like that. Oh, that's perfect. Fantastic. <laughs> and hey, and Trump was uh, pretty spot on with that 110 there with the heat index uh, about for tomorrow. It's 110 degrees in this room. It's going to be. So you went with your high temp yeah. of 100 tomorrow. I told went Eric for you it. were going to do it. I'm like, this Nansky doesn't Thank mess you. around with 99. Yeah, right. You know, I had 98 yesterday. There's no in between. You got to go 100. You can't do 99, something that I've obviously carried over from a uh, longtime meteorologist here, uh, John Milan, where he told me back in the day, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a college kid. And one of the things he always taught me, hey, no, don't, don't I don't want to see 90. I don't want to see 89. I don't want to see. 79 I don't want to see 69 because if you do that that means you're just too chicken to go 100 so just do it <laughs> so are we gonna are we gonna hit it where would that have to be is that the airport temperature yeah. 
Yeah, I, airport temperature 100. I, I think, I mean, uh, airport probably has the best chance of our official meters of reaching that just with some of the urban heating that goes on. But I wouldn't be shocked if we had multiple spots uh, hitting 100 tomorrow. Um, this isn't something, this wasn't a leap by any means. Milan was a little voice in the back of my head here, but when I look at all of the data here, in order for me to go 100, I do have to feel pretty confident. And I do, because um, the models are all going 100 or close to it. Um, we're going to have a very strong southwest breeze. We have history of the same air mass reaching triple-digit values. I think things are lining up for our first 100 here. And over a year, last one was 621 back in 22. And then before that, we didn't have a 100-degree temperature since 2012. So, so the, uh, does, pretty rare. Does this mean that the app was right all along? <laughs> I got that too. You know, I, I I see where you're going with that. And you know what? The app did pin down a heat wave for sure. I mean, it did. But it, we're still not going to hit an actual temperature of 113, which would shatter the all-time record high here in Milwaukee. Now watch. I'll eat my words and we'll hit on. No, we're not going to hit 113. So I'll give the app some credit that it definitely, um, and, and most models do. And now these apps are base basically off computer models and these models are getting good at just like a winter storm that we go hey you know what this one we're gonna have to watch a week from now so um but as far as hitting the actual 113 no that's not gonna happen i know you got to do tv appreciate it niz thank you niz yeah we're we're doing good man i hope you guys are all right i'm gonna hop in the studio here but yes tomorrow um check in again it's gonna be the hottest day of summer easily it's about 110 degrees in this room. <laughs> it's 24. <laughs> Chief Meteorologist Brian Isnansky live with us That's, this morning. And Trump will not be at the debate for sure now. He could have said so it. <laughs> he could actually said it. He could have said it right here in Milwaukee. It's on the about 110 stage. degrees in this room. <laughs> no, it's going to be considerably cooler inside Pfizer Forum, you would think. But, uh, yeah, hot for all those folks. Man, I wish we could have had a nice, you know, even today would have been fine a little bit on the human side. It is going to affect other things, by the way. I mean, the Brewers play a day game tomorrow. we got a lot of kids that have uh, different sports or outside activities tomorrow and Thursday as well. That That's going to start affecting uh, All the fall sports for kids, even youth sports still going on. Are it is gonna, a heat are they warning. Keep going? Yeah. Brandon said his kids, uh, the, his football kids, they're moving practice inside. Yeah. Like they'll probably just do some working out and whatever. So wonder if more teams will follow suit. You know, Niz is no alarmist, but he also did say like this, you do have to be concerned about this heat. It's going to wear on you. It is the, uh, the, the deadliest of all the weather elements. Brewers manager Craig Councils, our guest on Brewers 360, coming up at 745. As if it hadn't already been cracked before and the investigation completed, but no, Loch Ness is going to be hot. I'm going to release the Kraken. Yes. <laughs> Great usage. So amateur sleuths from around the world are going to Loch Ness to again search for the Loch Ness monster. They're going to find Nessie? Yeah, this time. Paul Nixon, the manager of the Loch Ness Center, tells CNN that about 100 volunteers will be looking out for signs of life on the banks of the loch itself, while about another 100 will survey the site remotely. Remotely what? With like satellite cams (laughs) or what? Yeah, they're going to, yes, and and drones Look for ripples in the water? Yes. So they're pushing for more volunteers to sign up. I didn't know this. Did you know that Loch Ness is uh, the largest body of water in the British Isles? It's 22 miles in length, 750 feet deep. I didn't realize it was that deep. That's deep for an inland lake. So here's my favorite line. The center, which reopened earlier this year following a $2 million refurbishment (laughs) project, sits on the side where they once maybe saw it once. So that's why they're doing this. They need people to come and see their renovations at the Loch Ness Museum. 
Yeah, no difference. They're still looking for the thing. There's nothing to suggest that there's anything there. They just want to have a party. Maybe it's there. Why do you not? It's as much evidence that there is a Loch Ness Monster as there isn't. Organizers say it is the biggest surface watch since the Loch Ness Investigation Bureau studied the Loch in 1972 when volunteers were also on the lookout for the mythical beast and, of course, never found it then. This sounds like a great party to me, man. Break out the whiskey. For sure. Well, that's a good call, Debbie. I like that idea. No, I don't. I okay, don't. I we'll, we'll report back to you. <laughs> yeah, if they do or if they don't. News is sponsored by Annex Wealth Management's Money Talk, heard Saturdays at 10 right here on WTMJ. I'm going- First Republican presidential primary debate right here in Milwaukee. It's tomorrow night, and the best place to get immediate analysis and reaction is on our Decision Wisconsin post-debate show. In fact, a lot of folks aren't going to be able to watch the debate unless you have Fox News. You're not going to be able to see the debate live, so you want to listen for the highlights immediately after right here on WTMJ. John Mercure, host of Wisconsin's Afternoon News, along with Dr. Ken Harris from 1017 The Truth, will host the show. They'll have the highlights the lowlights, the good moments that you absolutely have to see. It'll all be covered right here. Decision Wisconsin, the WTMJ post-debate show, immediately following that first Republican presidential primary debate, Wednesday, August 23rd. We'll have people in the spin room. Ken will be in the tomorrow. spin room. <laughs> Is he doing his own spin? So it's always my favorite <laughs> my favorite term for something, spin room. They literally call it the spin room. Like, here's where you go and get everybody's hot And we'll hot tell take. you what we think you should think about. Yes. 743 Brewers Manager Craig Council, up next time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The Milwaukee Brewers are back home tonight looking to keep pace in the NL Central Division. Milwaukee welcoming in the Minnesota Twins to begin a two-game series in the Brewer City. Brewers' first pitch is all set for 7-10 versus those Twins. Wade Miley expected to get the start for the Brew Crew. Brewers 360 is sponsored by Outdoor Living Unlimited. Brewers manager Craig Council on the line with us this morning. Morning, Skipper. Good morning. Hey, man, it's going to be 100 degrees tomorrow, <laughs> and you've got an afternoon game at American Family Field. Roof open or roof closed better for you? Oh, wow. I, I think I think it'll be open. Um, yeah, that's my guess. It'll be open. It almost gets worse if you close it up. So, right, because then you get no um, I, circulation, I just, right? Yeah, there's. I mean, there's no air conditioning in the building, so it's it's it, it gets worse. So, um, my my guess is it'll be open. Yeah. Do the trainers come out then and say, "Okay, everyone, drink eight cups of water"? Like, are there like rules or expectations for hydration? Uh, we'll put, yeah, no, you know, it's funny, but we'll put signs up today for sure. Just just you know, reminding guys to. To hydrate starting today for sure because um yeah i mean it's you know for corbin who's pitching and uh the catcher um it's that's a that's a rough day and it's a day where you, you're definitely going to lose a lot of weight did you like hitting in the heat um <laughs> not, the conditions didn't improve my hitting anyway. <laughs> yeah actually are there guys who you know are going to like it and be like, Oh yeah, this guy here likes it hot. No, not, 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 not what tomorrow's going to bring. I mean, tomorrow's a little different. Um, I mean, we were, we, we were just we're in Texas. Fortunately they have a, you know, it's indoors and air conditioned, but outside it was 108 um, for most of the weekend. And it was, 
you know, it, it was it was different walking around for sure. So, um, you know, tomorrow we don't have many days like this, fortunately, but uh, tomorrow's going to be different for sure. I don't know. Whatever we can do to emulate what happened this past weekend would be fantastic. So if there's a way we can heat it up and have it cool inside somehow yeah. for you. That's not a bad idea. Hey, what was it, man? You come off a, a three-game sweep of the hands of the Dodgers. Now you're at 500 on the road trip. Then you go in to face an equally amazing team in the Rangers, and you sweep them. I I can almost hear you say it. Hey, man, that's baseball. But is, is it more than that? Is there something else that happened? Well, yeah, I mean, we, we swung the bats really well. That's, that's what happened. Um, so, you know, but. Every you go in every day wanting to do that. The other the other team's got something to do with it. Um, trying to not let you swing the bats well. It's not just you dictating your will every day. Um, because that's why it's a competitive sports event. Um, so you know you, you you try to get you hopefully have guys that are feeling really good right now at the plate, and hopefully that carries over a little bit. But um, every day is a new challenge where that pitcher is trying to make great pitches and get you out and not let you hit the ball hard. So, Skip, uh, Vince here hates it when people talk about his birthday. He tries to uh, keep that away from any conversation ever. When it is his birthday, he tries to pretend it's not his birthday. Where do you fall on the birthday spectrum? Do you, do you expect the happy birthdays because it was your birthday yesterday? Or do you, uh, do you hope that it never is brought up? Yeah, maybe somewhere in the middle for me. Like, uh, you know, as, as, as the birthdays pile up, it gets a little less. Exciting for sure, um, but uh, you know it's it's one day out of three sixty five. So people, well wishes are always uh, thank you're thankful for them. Well, you had an off day today. Did the family take care of you? Was there like did we go out to dinner or were, were gifts presented? Various tributes. Uh, yeah, a long day of tributes that my family provided. <laughs> Uh, that's what they like to do is like yeah tributes um no we had we had just we spent a day together which is uh which is a great present for me best gift ever brewers manager craig council with us on this tuesday morning best of luck against the twins skip appreciate it guys 749 on wisconsin's morning news mark tauscher joins us next idea man you go somewhere where you don't know and you don't really study much just kind of assume that everything is smaller and then you realize the distance is the same here as it is in the u.s even though it's metric and everything else innovative sometimes ignorance is bliss and in this case i don't know if i'd say it was bliss but i was definitely ignorant and packers hall of famer (laughs) you just made the open for tomorrow it's time for tausch on wisconsin's morning news presented by your wisconsin chevy dealers Nothing gets by producer of the program, Greg Pancake Kill. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News, sponsored by your southeastern Wisconsin Chevy dealers. Yeah, Tausch, you were off when I blew up my leg water skiing, or I was off, then you were off. We haven't had a chance to reconnect on that. I now got from my orthopedic associates of Wisconsin, my medical team at Ortho Wisconsin, that I didn't tear anything. So I'm two weeks out. How soon till I'm playing tennis again? When I you watching sports and hearing injuries, wow. He sprained the ligament. He didn't tear it. And and I'm always like, I've known it long enough now. Uh, yeah, you did tear a ligament. That is what a sprain is, is a torn ligament. So uh, I don't know. It sounds like you were getting out in front of your skis trying to be young Vinny and you, you blew your leg up. I had something similar. And 
not to the same degree of what you you had and your great team over at Orthopedic Associates, but I was walking in, you know how there's a, a hot tub and then a swimming pool at most hotels. Sure. And I'm walking out and I didn't realize somebody had turned the jets on and I missed a step and I popped my hamstring in a oh. hotel pool of two feet of water. <laughs> and when I'd finished doing that, what, you know, we're out, we're in Europe and we're walking these streets. There's big Hills in Lisbon, Portugal. I, that is when I realized there's been a lot of times that it kind of, I know I'm not an NFL player anymore. I, I still like to think of myself. I play pickleball, I golf, I play tennis. I thought, this might be the beginning of where I need to start coming to grips with I'm a 46 year old man. That is not what he used to be when you pull your hamstring walking in two feet of water in a hotel pool. Well, I mean, that's almost as bad as like, you know, you walk around with a limp or something's bothering you. And it's like, Oh, what did you do? Like woke up (laughs) (laughs) missed a step. Yeah. I, and honestly, Eric, the first thing I thought of when that happened and then my kids were like, we got to go here, we got to do this. And I'm kind of like, all right, we'll do it, but I'm going to have to grind through it was when, do you remember when Sammy Sosa yeah. missed games because he sneezed, he sneezed too hard and he like hurt something in his back. And ever since I heard that story, I said, I can't ever imagine having to go into our trainer's office and say, Hey, I can't practice today. I sneeze too hard. So I do the triple, I, I sneeze in small increments just to make sure I don't pull something sneezing. That's uh, That was kind of the catalyst for me always. The way I've changed my sneezing pattern was because of Sammy Sosa's injury. It's so funny you say that. I used to tease uh, Sosa or talk some smack about that story. Oh, this guy's sneezing, yada, yada, until I had my own back problems. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, never again. That's for real. Never yeah. again. It's all, for real. All that stuff, it's super easy to criticize everybody. And then once it happens to you, you're like, I get it. <laughs> I understand what is going on. So what do you think? So, Vinny, so, are you Vinny? Are you going to get back out? You're not going to try to water ski the rest of this water skiing season, though, are you? Uh, no, that's a once a year thing for me. Anyway, I'll get back up on those skis next summer. My problem but was you're not was, doing the one leg. You're correct. done with that. That will okay. be done with that and retire. Lessons that learned. All right. Yeah, I don't know if I'm ever going in a ho- in a hotel pool ever again. <laughs> I'm going to learn my lesson. Oh, I'm not doing the step the one step down on a hotel pool either. Back in the game very soon. Thanks, Tosh, for talking in tomorrow. See you guys.